Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, let's get to those other three teams in the NFC East. All three of those teams made playoffs. What do we think that the rivals of the Commanders, the Cowboys, the Eagles, and the Giants are going to do? Welcome into this episode of uh, Believing Commanders, and welcome back. Thanks for hanging on. If you've been watching us on YouTube, we've done a, a trifecta of episodes here, and we're hitting our third one. So we're going to talk about the division rivals. We're going to get to that in a second, uh, but we want to talk about those guys that bet online. We've been saying there's so many prop bets you can hit on this NFL draft, especially the first round. Just go to betonline.ag. You can see all the contests, the prop bets, the futures. You can bet on NHL and NBA playoffs as well as the MLB in full swing. Use that code BLEAV for your 50% welcome bonus. Uh, You said, what, three and a half ACC players? That was the number. I'm I'm struggling to get to three and a half. I I don't know every player off the top of my head. But yeah, uh, right. I feel like that's that's such a good number because I feel like it's going to end up being like three. Yeah, well, I'm look. I did the uh, I did the mock draft real quick, and I'm looking ACC. Ooh, it's kind of slim, kind of tight, but you know, you didn't realize that that one what eleven and a half for SEC players. That's something that could be in play. Yeah, <laughs> that could definitely be a play. There's one, two, I mean, right there. If a Hendon Hooker sneaks into the first round, that's a sneaky one there. Um, mm-hmm. We know that uh, Jalen Carter from UGA, but Darnell Washington, the tight end, as well as Nolan Smith, the edge rusher, those are three guys from Georgia that could be first over, first round pick. So yeah, it, it feels like Vegas obviously knows what they're doing. They always do. But if you mm-hmm. want to go uh, wager it up, go to betonline.ag. We appreciate those guys. Okay, I hate to give props to uh, other teams, but the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Eagles are all coming off playoff seasons. Um, the Eagles, more than anybody, have just kind of been ravaged a little bit by free agency. So we got to think that they're going to, like they always do, draft well. But let's go over what some of these rivals of the commanders might do uh, in, in their first-round pick and, and maybe beyond, maybe position-wise, that they're going to be looking at trying to replace some of the guys that they lost. So where do we want to start on this awful – Try on for it with the E. We might as well just start at the top of top yeah. of the division. The Eagles' biggest news we mentioned it before Jalen Hurts just got the bag, he got yep. re signed, well deserved so. extension. Yep. Yes, indeed, he got his money. Shout out to him, shout out to, Col- to Nicole Lynn Clutch Sports for negotiating that deal. Um, that was big because I think you know that that checks that's a big item to check off the box. Like you mentioned, yeah. it's good, it leaves a little bit less money to spread around. Uh, I think Chauncey Gardner-Johnson was somebody that they lost. Um, so one of the things that I feel like the Eagles would not be above doing is making a draft day trade. Buda Baker just recently Just like last year to get A.J. Brown, like last too. Year, yeah, and they mentioned, you know, Buda Baker was, uh, was requesting a trade. And, you know, Philly has two first-round picks, so they could, you know, more than likely – be willing to move one of them if they had to 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 bring in Buda Baker, talented player, going yeah. there and play safety. I mean, you, you had Chauncey Gardner Johnson. I was hopeful that they didn't get him back, and they didn't. But then now they could potentially make a play for another very talented safety. So that's one that checks. That's at the top of my list. They can make a trade uh, to go and get uh, an impact player without even having to draft a guy. 
Yeah, well, what what has frustrated me about the Eagles is they thought so far ahead. So they lost T.J. Edwards, they lost Javon Hargrave, they lost uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. But of course, last year they drafted Jordan Davis, they drafted Nakobe Dean, and as you mentioned, they'll probably do something safety wise to to fill in for Chauncey Gardner Johnson. They they brought back Darius Slay, so they always seem to think a couple of moves ahead. That's why I kind of feel like they might do something that's kind of head scratching, not not to the effect of like drafting a quarterback in the first round but it feels like they would i don't think they're going to do that but i I could totally see them drafting like another defensive lineman or drafting jalen carter somebody like that just to build up that depth knowing that those guys are going to eventually get paid and it's going to get too expensive but then you fill the the needs from inside the house so um yeah, they, they just do it right. And so it's gonna it might seem like a head scratcher on the day of, but I wouldn't be surprised if some sort of curveball comes our way, like a wide receiver. I, I don't know for sure, but it just feels like that's the kind of move they would make and, and they're kind of already game planning for a couple of years down the road. Yeah, another name that's on both of our lists is uh well at least I know he's on my list, is Adnan B. John Robbins. I mean, I, I think he could he could fall anywhere in the draft. I mean they yeah. have pick 30 and then they also have pick number 10. Yep. So 10, 10 may be too high. I think the talent's there for, for Bijan to go at 10, but I think just based on how this draft is, I don't think he'll go 10, but would they move that 30 to move up into the mid range, uh, early twenties to try to draft a Bijan Robinson? They just lost uh, one of their running backs down there to, to Carolina, Miles Sanders. Yeah. yeah. So the, the one that, thing that, that gives me, well. Yeah, the one thing that gives me pause on that is that they then went out and got Rashad Penny. And I know he's not been the most mm. healthy guy, but he does run the football a lot. And I got I got I to think that they're going to lean on him a whole bunch. And I wonder, like you said, 30, like 10's too early for me for a running back, I think, anymore ever, unless I'm, I'm getting Christian McCaffrey and I know he's going to be Christian McCaffrey. I don't know that I'm yeah. spending a top 10 pick. And then, like you said, 30 might be a little late with Dallas lurking there in the mid-20s. Yeah. Um, so that's the only thing that gave me pause on Bajan Robinson. He's been like connected to the Eagles, I think, since Mach 0.1 went out, 1.0.2 went out. So, uh, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, but I just don't know that he's going to be there. That's the only thing. Uh, but it would make a whole lot of sense and it would make an already dangerous uh, offense even that much more scarier. Yeah, his pass catching ability, like added to the wrinkles that that offense has. Um, Definitely makes you makes it uneasy uh, with yeah. what could be over there on that side of the field. I mean, just so many weapons, so much creativity. Um, so let's let's hope that doesn't happen. Let's hope that they yeah. don't get Bijan. Y'all go ahead and um, <laughs> go make a trade with somebody. Do something else. Don't go get yeah. Bijan. Leave us alone. All right. So uh, a team that I think could get Bijan Robinson in an, uh, uh, a move to maybe perhaps. Uh, replace their former first round running back, the Cowboys. That's where I could see Bajan Robinson going. What do you think that the Cowboys end up doing? Uh, we know that they picked up Brandon Cooks uh, as a second receiver to CD Lamb. Um, their defense was was really solid. They lost Dalton Schultz as a tight end, so that could be a way that they go. Uh, you said they pick, I think, 23rd. Is that right? I think that's yeah, what number they I see him at 26. Um, they also okay. they also picked up Stefan Gilmore. Right, yeah. Right. Totally so they got him going. They franchised Tony Pollard, even though he's injured. Um, and uh, Zeke has been released, but he's welcome to return. Um, uh, much lower hit, I'm assuming. 
Yeah, at a much lower hit. Um, I had a couple options. One familiar name, and I see it's on your list as well, is Bijan Robinson. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's somebody that you would probably put in and start right now um, simply yeah. because Tony Pollard is out. Now, I think that just gives you lightning and lightning because uh, when Pollard is at his best, he is an absolutely explosive player. Um, and adding Bijan Robinson it just is that same explosive explosiveness, and you're going to see him be able to make an impact with Dallas on him. Yeah. You think the receivers are going to open things up, and now he has room to work underneath. It can be frustrating. It can be frustrating to watch. Jerry loves a good storyline, and how sweet would that be for him to be able to say the Texas boys staying home, playing in Dallas? Like I can totally, I can already see the headlines. I can just see it all. And, and you mentioned Tony Pollard. We don't know that he can carry the load as the the guy. He's he's done. He's made his mark. You know, kind of as that change of pace guy for Zeke Elliott. Maybe he yeah. needs another guy in there. I mean, I think he's talented enough that he doesn't necessarily. But that could be the the best move for Tony Pollard, as you mentioned him coming back from an injury, um, but also uh, just kind of being able to be a change of pace, kind of bounce off each other a little bit there. I think Bajan Robinson, unfortunately, makes sense in a couple different spots in the division. All that being said, I'm hoping that we're talking about it. It's much ado about nothing because I don't want to have to face that guy a whole bunch, uh, you know, as a commander's defense going up against Bajan Robinson because I think he's the real deal. Yeah, I think he is. You mentioned Christian McCaffrey. I feel like he's probably got some of those route running skills of Christian McCaffrey. Made some lofty comparisons, but I mean, shoot, I, I like Bishop. He, I, I watched Texas. I like Texas. That's my team. Yeah. Um, the kid's good. Like when it came down to needing to play, he was John Robinson. Like, you find a way to get the ball in his hands, and he found a way to uh, take things to the top and 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 take the end zone and just make play after play, catching the ball, running the ball. Uh, he'd be a huge addition, uh, but I have another, another okay. one for you that Dallas could, that could, could make. And I know you, I don't know how much Dallas news you get, but you know, living in the area, um, I, I hear it, see it all the time. There, there were talks about this one guy, his uh, his draft stock dropping. I what if Dallas made a play to go find a way to get Jalen Carter? Mm, like how far would he have to fall for them to go in and just make that all-out effort? You know what I mean? You you think like if he falls, so you said they're at twenty-six. He falls maybe twelve, thirteen. Yeah, I mean he's gonna. I mean the tough part is he's gonna have to fall past. You know uh, this mock draft we did had I just ran had him to go to the Cardinals. Right? Yeah, had him to third to the Cardinals. He's been uh, the Bears had him circled. You know. Uh, there's Philly that, that falls in that spot that we talked about yeah. earlier. Um, shoot, I mean, there's, I mean, that frankly, he's a talented player. You can almost say anybody could use him. Yeah. But I, f- I feel like Dallas would, you know, have to get way up there. Maybe yeah. early teens, early teens, is to me, see, maybe. I could see them doing that. You could almost argue that that's kind of what they're missing. They have the edge rusher. They got some guys getting after the pastor, but do they have that monster in the middle? I don't know. Maybe maybe that is the move for them, and that would be make a pretty good defense that much scarier. You mentioned they they kind of bolster their secondary with Stephon Gilmore. Already have Diggs, um, Demarcus Lawrence, and and Parsons coming off the edge. Yeah, that would be scary. But I think they'd have to give up a whole lot. To me, 
uh, I would welcome that because it would then probably weaken their the rest of their draft class, right? I mean, they'd probably have to give up a second and a third, if not more, to mm-hmm. uh, to get to get uh, you know to you know, get, get up there and get him. Because yeah. I mean, really, you think about it, I, I didn't even think like that. Like that's that's one of those like strategic. I hope y'all make a trade for that guy. You can only yeah. get one player, but you're gonna have a hell of a player, but you can't yeah. go in. Uh, you know, they've done well in the draft over the past few years. So giving them less ammunition in the draft, I could see that being a great idea. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense to me. Real, real quick, I mentioned in passing tight end Dalton Schultz going. I've seen a couple of mock drafts where they take the tight end from Notre Dame, uh, mm-hmm. Michael Mayer or Darnell Washington from Georgia. Um, so a, a pass catcher, a, a cheap pass catcher to replace a, a solid tight end there could also be in play. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Um so yeah, that, they they kind of seem like the biggest wild card to me. I, I feel like the Eagles and and you know the Eagles just do do solid stuff. The the Cowboys not wild card, I guess in a bad way, but they could go any which way because uh, we we know kind of what they're where they're looking at. So that'll be interesting to see. That leaves the Giants, who uh, the Commanders fell short to. They went one zero and one against last year. Um, yeah. What do we think the Giants do? I think this is an interesting one. They've, they signed Dan Jones to a, a long-term contract. Uh, Saquon Barkley is on the franchise tag. Um, but he's not, he's not – I don't think he'll sign it. Yeah, I, I, that's what I've heard too. It, it seems like uh, Dexter Lawrence might not be happy on the defensive line, so they, they could be looking to look into the future and, and trying to get a couple of guys to replace some unhappy guys. Um it felt like the Giants were, were largely flawed. I think they were a solid team, but I think Brian Dayball and the emergence of Daniel Jones got them into the playoffs. But they obviously have some holes. What do you think that they might do come draft day? I think the biggest, easiest answer with the best odds if they were running prop bets on bet online for who the Giants are going to take in the first round, it would have to be a receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of ties to Jackson Smith and Jeeva. Uh, you look at Jordan Addison, his name pops up in there a little bit. But sitting here, they're at 25. They're a pick ahead of Dallas. Now, let's say you've got an upset Saquon Barkley. Do you consider taking a Bajan Robinson right there? Get a very wow. talented running back on a rookie deal. You've got your quarterback signed up for a while, so you don't have to worry about paying him. He's not upset. Now you have a trade. Now you have a little, you know, a, yeah. a little trade chip in Saquon Barkley. Value probably goes down a little bit, or hell, you got a hell of a one-two punch. Yeah, I, I can see that. You know, if you're not able to trade him, I don't know how you repair that that relationship. You know what I mean? Oh no, yeah, it's it's gone um, at that point. You burn that bridge. To, but. To, to me, I didn't even think about it. that's such a that'd be so that'd be so juicy. That'd be such a good draft day trade if Saquon Barkley got got moved. That would be yeah. awesome. I would yeah. I would sign up for that. Um, I was thinking oh, wide goodness. receiver the whole way. I know that that was probably the the, the spot they were lacking the most. Um, yeah. Didn't really have anybody consistently uh, produce for them. Kenny Galladay was a total disaster. They went and got Darren Waller at the tight end position, so that's one pass catcher. But, yeah, I think yeah. they could absolutely pick up another one. But I kind of like your scenario. For the chaos and the, the craziness, I'm hoping that, that that's what happens. Yeah. I mean, what do you think about it, too? You're going you're gonna to have to deal with this all summer. you got two – Players who are highly upset that this is from the reports that I've seen. I speculate, sure. I guess, but they're saying there's the reports saying they're upset that Daniel Jones got got broke off like he did, and I guess they yeah. want to get their money. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I'm not in that building, obviously. But those are two, you know, very talented players that um, were key could be in, impactful. In, 
Yeah, they, they, they were key in your in your your playoff run last year too. It Correct. wasn't just Daniel Jones. Correct. Now, I mean, now you start talking about what's uh, Saquon Barkley's trade value. You know, yeah. Is is that is somebody willing to give you a one for him? Probably not. Um, and well, and I, that's just because I mean you got a little bit of age. I'm using air quotes if you're listening in on one of the streaming platforms. He's older, but frankly, he had a hell of a season last year. So you got to think he's still able to play at a high level. And it just kind of tells you what the NFL thinks about running backs: Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, Saquon Barkley, uh, three running backs all on the franchise tag. I just don't think teams are going to pay running backs long-term unless they're Christian McCaffrey. I mean, I really think that's it. I mean, we've already heard yeah. Derrick Henry being linked as as a trade prospect, you know, and he's arguably the best running back in the league. So that's just kind of where running backs are at. So part of it is yeah. Saquon's kind of got to deal with that because that's just the way the NFL is going. But I understand where he's coming from. He was a huge part in their success last year, and his reemergence is one of the best backs in the league. Yes. Um, one other scenario I had written down was – what if they traded up to get a cornerback? Mm. That, and that's something that throws a little bit of a monkey wrench in Washington's plan at 16. Because if, if somebody jumps up to get a corner, you got to think those, those big three are gone. Yeah. They're definitely gone. Well, to me, I don't know if they'd be willing to trade in division, but the little mock draft that you put together had – a couple corners and an offensive tackle with the the commanders ready to pick. Could they mm-hmm. could they entice the Giants to jump up and take that spot? Have the commanders drop back? I don't know how willing you are to to move within the division, but maybe you could yeah. weaken one of your enemies by making yourself stronger. I would love that scenario yeah. uh, if there if there is a guy like that. But yeah, you're right. That could totally affect what they want to do. Um, it, it it's just. We, we do all these draft breakdowns and prospects and predictions for, for one trade to just throw everything, throw a bomb in the middle of everything. So it, it, that's right. kind of the craziness that comes with the draft. Yeah, it, and it, it makes it fun. I can't lie. It just makes it a, a very exciting to, to play around with the stuff, even though, even though it bugs me every time I sit there and get alerts on my phone. They're like, this trade proposal would send. And I'm like, yeah. you got me thinking that the person got traded. For right. So you know what I mean? It's not what really happened. It's like the multiverse. I mean, one we're having all these scenarios, and all of them make sense in our heads. It's just which one is going to actually play out when draft day yeah. comes, and that's what makes it so fun. And that's what makes uh, some of those prop bets at Bet Online even even more fun to think about because you could yeah. be in the right mindset, but then a team just totally throws a curveball for everybody. Yeah, I mean, you could. I mean, shoot, if they wanted to move up for Bijan, and where we don't think they would necessarily have to. I mean, you could probably afford to. You could afford to trade Saquon, swap ones with somebody, move up and and say, "Hey, we'll take, uh, we'll gladly take a cornerback at this at this uh, mid, low mid teens range." And we keep talking about moving back. Well, that means somebody's got to move up. And sometimes we see a team move up back into the first round. They make their pick. You think they're done. The, the commanders did that a couple years back with Dwayne Haskins and then coming back to get Montez Sweat. So there are teams that may think their night is done after they make their first pick, but then they come right back. So it's all fun. It's, it's stuff that we're going to break down. Hopefully the, the division rivals um, draft three busts uh, and you know the commanders <laughs> win every draft prospect grade. But we know that these teams are, are solid in the draft, and it'll be fun. It's always fun uh, when with the NFC East is involved, and that includes draft day. 
Yes, it really does. But don't forget, folks, go over to betonline.ag. Use our code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. 50% welcome bonus over there for you. Uh, Brian, it's been fun knocking out a few of these episodes. We'll be back. We're going to get a few more uh, all week, y'all. The NFL draft is coming up. And I want to say we're going to have some live uh, reactions out there on the Believe Network as well after the picks happen. So I remember last year I came back and I rushed home just to see that they traded the pick. Right, right. Dog it. And then we had a bedtime routine to go through, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, we'll we'll be on top of it all, like you said, leading up to the draft and beyond. Can't wait! It's a, it's it's so fun. Uh, it's not it's not like any other sport. These guys are going to contribute right away. I think that's what makes yeah. it so much fun. Uh, so we'll, we'll be on top of it all. Uh, check out our guys at BetOnline.ag. Check us out all across the internet. Tune in radio, SiriusXM, Stadium. Might be on TV soon with the with these good looking mugs. So be sure to check all that out and, and check out all the different platforms that you can see us and listen to us at. Yes, and check out some of the other shows as well. Maybe you can go tune in and see what the folks are saying on uh, the Philly, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles show. And don't hang out too long. Just go yeah, check and see what they yeah. got to say about the commander. Report back to us. Uh, Brian Murphy, Anthony Armstrong over here in Texas. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Share it with family. Share it with some friends. We'll see you on the next episode. Be good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.